Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Hello, Rob. Hello, Kevin. How are you doing? Oh, you know what? I'm all right. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, uh, actually, it's a beautiful day. I'm enjoying it. I, I, it's like a nice breeze. It's a little overcast. We go for walks every day because uh, Crawford, my, my son, and we like to get out for a little bit. So I took an hour-long walk today, and it was love- at 9 o'clock in the morning. Lovely, because I wake up at 6. <laughs> I know you're up early. Sometimes I get text messages from me from like six in the morning. I'm like, what are you doing up so early? Then I remember you have a kid. You have a kid. That's what I, that's why I said to Crawford when he's like, Hey, 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 let's go. Let's go hang out. This wouldn't that be fun. At least the sun's up. So I, I, you know, and he's the cutest kid in the world. I mean, who do we want to want to hang out with him? Would would he be okay if I called him Michael Crawford or will he have a problem with that? What's that? Can I call him Michael Crawford or will Uh, will there be a problem? Depends on which be- Michael. If it's if it's a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, the movie Michael Crawford, I can accept that because you know, or Hello Dolly, Michael Crawford in the movie, but but not Dance even, of the or Vampires, even, or even Barnum, Michael Crawford, but definitely not Dance of the Vampires, <laughs> Michael Crawford. Oh my God, get away! Listen, <laughs> it, the, 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 why would you ever give an actor the power to decide <laughs> things? In a show, why would you? Why would? Why would that make a producing like a smart idea? Why would? Why would that be? Hey, you know what? You know what we should do? We should let the the lead actor. We should just like give him carte blanche and like let him just decide like what the tone of the piece is gonna be. Yeah, because that's a great idea. Sorry, Michael. Wow. A, did, 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 Kevin is irate. Kevin, did you see Dance of the Vampires? Uh, oh, yeah. You better believe I did. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. What a fun, fun, fun time. A very good friend of ours. Actually, both of our friend, uh, my, our Mark, Mark Price is a, is a very Mark. good friend. I love Mark. And he's in a lot of great you know, flops. We should actually talk to him because he was in The Cape Man. That was his debut. But, um, but he was in Dance of the Vampires. And he told me, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but I'll say allegedly that uh, he, he tried because John Randall was the director. If you remember, and, and Mark said that he because he was the featured lead, and it was like Max Funness and uh, him, and then Mark was like the funny guy. Mark said he always tried to get out of every scene that he was in. <laughs> he would just go, he would cozy up to John and say, "You don't really need me in this scene, do you? You don't need me. I'm pretty good." <laughs> That's great. Let's stage time. Let's stage time. Crawford, man. Oof. Okay, so no. So well, we Crawford is not Michael Crawford. That's no. fine. Actually, I'm happy that you brought up though Dance of the Vampires because oh, folks, don't forget this Saturday is our trivia night. And the yes. trivia night, the theme is not since Carrie. We are doing um we're basing it on Ken Mandelbaum's amazing book, Not Since Carrie, 40 Years of Musical Flops. Um, and uh it is going to be a blast. It's Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can go onto our Facebook or Instagram to see how you can register to play. Last week, we had 50 people show up, which was amazing. Um, it was a good, good game. Congratulations to Stephen Pike, who won the 1980s trivia. 1980s trivia. But this week, it's about flops. And now, if you if you remember, Ken's book came out in 1991. Right. So half the questions for each category will be from the book, and the other half will be from flops Sorry, underappreciated yes, musicals. Lesser known. Lesser known since we'll 1991. Still, we'll still probably stick by the rules that Ken set out. You know, nothing over 250 performances. Nope. You know, because, you know, you can't say a show just because they didn't make their money back. There's a lot of hit show, you know, popular shows that actually never made their money back, you know, uh, and they're still considered, you know, good shows. So uh, these are lesser known shows that did not, that did not run that 
long at all. Oh, and what uh, charity are we donating our money to this week, Rob? I, she probably said, but I forgot. No, I didn't. Uh, thank you for reminding me. It is for the theater, TYA, Theater for Young Audiences, which, as you know, is a uh, it's a way a lot of young actors, once they graduate from college and some of their first gigs, they get to go around the country and they get to tour schools. I did. Kevin did it. Kevin oh, did yes. it. Yeah. Um, they get to go and they get to tour schools and um, they bring the gift of the arts to uh, school children. It's a vital and necessary thing and it's something that I think that is so important and we want to see it continue. So all of our proceeds this week will go to TYA. Last week we raised uh, $350 for the Society of Directors and Choreographers, which was great. And so this yes. week it's going to be TYA, Theater for Young Audiences. That's we fantastic. are very excited. And then uh, I maybe I'll just tell you now the, what next week's theme will be. Because, Ooh, Rob, I don't even know. Oh, I thought I told you. Maybe you didn't. I forgot. I've got dad brain. I don't know. It's well. Next weekend is when the Tonys were supposed to oh, be. So what? Of course. What better theme than the Tony yes. Awards? The Tony That's Awards right. will be next weekend's theme. But Kevin and I will keep doing this every Saturday at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time because we love doing it and it's so fun. Honestly, we, we've had so many wonderful listeners over the years reach out to us through you know email, Facebook, Instagram. But to actually see everybody and to hear everybody, it's just it's really wonderful and it warms our heart. And uh, I hope that you'll come out and join us. Yes. And tell them one more time, Rob, how to sign up uh, just in case it may be a little sure. new on how, because some people don't live on Zoom like we uh, do these days. Of course. So the trivia is hosted on what's known as Zoom, which is, um, uh, you know, an app uh, which, you know, you can see people and you can hear people. All you can download time. for free. Which is, yeah, it's free. It's not, it doesn't cost any money. Um, and so we, t- we host the trivia up there and, um, you know, check out Facebook, check out Instagram, Twitter, and it'll show you how you can sign up. And um, what happens is you give, us five dollars and we send you the link to zoom and of course all the money goes to the charity so we don't keep a cent of it go ahead look no at way. the books no look way. at the books mr b alley stock <laughs> that's kevin and i are actually doing all it. for the love of it this is all for the love of it and uh rob rob has he puts together this keynote presentation that has all these and, and fantastic old photos you guys there's you know we we yes it's going to be some obscure stuff but we like to keep it fun as well and so even if you don't know a lot of the obscure shows you're still going to have a good time there's really great pictures you know we'll throw in some anecdotes i have the piano going so i'll be playing and i'll be singing some for one of the Nothing. categories makes me happier than when <laughs> Kevin sings because Kevin has an amazing, amazing, gorgeous voice. He plays the piano brilliantly, of course, but he's got an incredible buttery voice. Um, can I describe it as buttery? Is that okay? You, you may, yes. Sure, okay, I'll take great. that. Yeah. Um, some people might not know that Kevin sings. But margarine. It's margarine. <laughs> yeah. Oleo. It's fine. It's, I'll take it. We're talking Land O'Lakes, guys. Yeah, you know, we're talking Land O'Lakes stuff. Um, and so Kevin will sing. Kevin will sing. So we're very excited by that. So that um, that is a great time to be had by all. I hope you come join us. Please um, do. But um, it, it was much as we love doing that. We also have favorite things for this week. We do. We do. We do. We do. We do. Kevin, I'm I'm just curious. Is your favorite thing related <laughs> to a flop? Because that's what our trivia is. You I feel like. Week. I have a sneaking suspicion that we might the first this might happen that we both have the same favorite thing because I can't believe this has not been a favorite thing yet and I actually can't believe that I never knew this existed this favorite thing of mine and yes it is most certainly related to our, in fact my favorite thing would not exist if Ken Mandelbaum's not book not since Carrie uh, did not exist what wow. What I, I don't know what this is. What is it? Is it a book? Is it a website? Is it a video? Is it? it, is there, it? there are there are videos. There are videos. Uh, I'm going to give you a website. The website will take you to said videos. But the website organ. I am so impressed. I had no idea this website existed. They they've organized it so beautifully. Um, and it and they should be very very proud 
of the work they do. You know uh, one of these individuals very well because you've worked with them for a while. Um, and and uh, I'm, I'm not using any pronouns yet because it would give it away. Um, because is this, is this something Jen Tepper's done? <laughs> this is most certainly as something. This is like the OG Jen Tepper project. Oh, oh, yes. I'm going. It's on YouTube or is there a website? I would go to this website. You're going to type in this sentence, uh, and you're going to think it, it, there's one word too many, but it isn't. This is the sentence: If it only even runs a minute if it only even runs a minute.com go to if it only even runs a minute.com i am so impressed with what uh jennifer uh ashley tepper and her you know partner kevin michael murphy have done they started this in the probably they started researching before but their first con they did a series of concerts still doing it actually started 10 years ago in 2010 uh and uh the purview of this is to uh to celebrate uh, and uh, educate uh, and capture the history of a lot of these flop shows, these lesser-known shows, these shows from Ken Mandelbaum's book, Not Since Carrie, uh, and give some context to them and some history to them uh, and hear these songs sung by Broadway stars. And so uh, what, what uh, Jennifer um, and Kevin do um, is they are on stage uh, and they, are, they give you the full backstory. They give you like a seven-minute rundown in a very funny uh, comic way um, of these shows. And th I'm talking shows like their very first one was January 31st, 2010. And you go to the website, go to archive, because the archive is, is, is where it's all organized. And each archive tells you they have them, the concerts listed in order. One, two, three, four, five, all the way down to the most recent concert that's up here is number 17 that was done on January 21st, 2018. Um, and then the first concert, for example, they featured shows like a class act. So clearly they, they go, like we're going to do with Trivia Night, they've done the last you know a couple decades since the book. Uh, but then they do A Family Affair. They sing about Dear World, Dude, Fade Out, Fade In, uh, Glory Days, Grease 2, uh, Is There Life After High School, Maryland, American Fables, Smile, Sweet Smell of Success, Woman of the Year, Goodbye Girl, Floor of the Red Menace. And that's just in the first concert, you know? And so, and you click watch the videos, it'll take you to the YouTube channel that will then have all of the concert organized for you in a very, very clear way. But I cannot stress enough, because I was doing research, Rob, for our, you know, obviously for trivia, uh, and, and, and the information that they have, you know, unpacked, and it's not just them reading from the book. Yes, she does quote from his book, obviously, because not everyone's read Not Since Carrie, and the information that Ken Mandelbaum has researched is, is good information, and, and, and Jen and, and Kevin always quote him and always say this is from, but they give you anecdotes. They, you know, they brought, and when they did Truckload, they brought back the original composer, you know, this is a flop show from the early 70s, they brought back Louis St. Louis, you know, who wrote Grease 2, and uh, Louis St. Louis, I guess his name, uh, and, and so, and you get to hear right from him or when they did late night comic there was brian gary telling the story and he's the guy who wrote it uh this this lesser known show from the 80s and there he is talking about his experience on it um i'm just i knew that they did these concerts i think i even went to one years ago but i just did not know that they had archived it in this website in such a beautiful beautiful way and i'm just so thankful uh for the work that they've done and that it's it's all there it's just this huge resource of information that they should be so proud of that over all of these years um, they've they've stuck to it. I mean, looking at the second concert and the poster art is Marlowe. And so they, I mean, and, and theater fans, those of you who, who know your carousels and your Oklahomas, there's this another set of theater fans who really love these 
these flops. There are people that just love learning about Via Galactica and Slut and <laughs> other and Mac and Mabel. Um, but to hear these songs sung by people like Slut Lindsay was Mendes, actually the first title for yeah. Mac and Mabel. <laughs> Excited not but, to do that. And this is, mind you, this is 10 years ago. So you're getting a, a younger um, Lindsay Mendez. You're getting some of these people before they sort of broke out, you know, and you get to see your Annie Goldens or et cetera, et cetera. So oh, there's, these concerts are full of really, really wonderful people. Um, and I, I'm just super, you know, thankful that uh, uh, Jennifer and Kevin put that together. Um, and Caleb Hoyer was the uh, music director for the early on. And I should say his name because he contributed uh, greatly to, to the, um, the concerts. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I worship the ground that Jen walks on. Um, I, I would not have any career whatsoever if it wasn't for Jen. I had no idea that there was a website. I, I feel so stupid because I've seen the YouTube videos. Yeah. I've been to a bunch of these concerts and they're brilliant and she and kevin are so entertaining and so engaging There's photos yeah oh they put they have a whole presentation i shouldn't say they're just talking i mean it's like it is really no it's a con they give true context to these songs sorry continue no it's it is absolutely amazing i had no idea that there were videos i i mean a website uh this is incredible you have just ruined my whole day because now i'm all going to do is just watch there's all of this. hours of content and it's really really good content and yeah. um and you can pick the favorite singer you like and then learn about a new show or you can just pick the shows that you know or a composer that you know of and i didn't know they wrote that i mean there's so many ways in for someone who isn't a big fan like we are to the you know lesser known show <sighs> wow damn it that's that's uh, sorry you've just i hey i feel so bad because i love this person and she's an she's a genius and i had absolutely no idea oh now we're gonna website sell it shout it from the rooftop so it's uh maybe it's new maybe the website's relatively new i have absolutely and if if you guys know when this was started uh let us know but i i i this first time i run across this amazing website so this is great oh my god and if you i mean it's unfortunate they were going to do a hal prince one um but you know COVID happened and so they could they weren't allowed to do it so hopefully they'll do it again at some point and if you are in new york and you get the chance to go see one of these things please do so because they really are incredible she gets so many of the original performers back and they have such fascinating stories about like what went on and what went wrong and what Oh, good. Sorry. No, go ahead. Shroud of Turin, Richard Blake, who everyone, like, if you're a, a, a younger generation, you know him because he was in Legally Blonde. He played, you know, what's his name? The asshole, Warner. Uh, uh, you know, it, that's, yeah, Warner. And so he was the original boy. In, in the light, the, the Shroud into of the Turin, light. into the light. He was the star of it. And so in the, in the clip from, it only, if it only even takes a minute, he talks about his experience being the lead of the show and, and what that was like. And then he sings his song that he sang when he no. was like 16 or 15. It's amazing. Sorry, I co- totally cut you off. And no, I apologize for no, that. my God. I, I cannot wait. I cannot, I think this is a genius, Kevin. I'm so happy. I'm going to literally be exploring this all day. So thank you. And thank you, Jen. And thank you, Kevin. For, yes. for putting for putting this together, and Great I will, work. What I love about what they do is when they go up there and they tell the stories, they do it with no judgment. There's just sheer enthusiasm. And while the rest of us are going, what happened in that show? They're just they love every second of it. It's not snarky. It's not snarky. That's right. That's right. Easily be snarky. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. And who doesn't love a celebration? I want to celebrate. It's from another lesser known show called Celebration. That's the title song of Celebration. Um, My favorite thing this week is a book. And I, okay, so as you know, I'm writing a book with Peter Felicia um, called 50 Key Musicals. Um, 
And so I've been doing, I've been dusting off all my old musical theater history books and doing some research. And I was like, there is a book that I go to time and time again, and I'm going to go on record. I think it is the best book about the history of the American musical ever written. Sorry, all the other folks, but this, this book to me is absolutely incredible. And the book is called Showtime. A, here it is, Showtime, A History of the Broadway Musical Theater by Larry Stemple. Once again, folks, it's called Showtime, A History of the Broadway Musical Theater by Larry Stemple. He does an absolutely brilliant job of articulating how the musical has developed from the earliest stages all the way up until today. Well, the book was published in 2010. So obviously, I mean, he hasn't you know, included the last decade. But what I love about this book, and I think the reason I'm recommending it to you, Kevin, is I feel that when you read a lot of musical theater history books, there's a major emphasis placed on the lyrics or the lyricists. He does an amazing job at going through not only just composers, but how composition changes and compositional motifs that you should be aware of um, when you look at, um, you know... uh, things so i'm holding up a picture oh he's got sheet music in there there's actual sheet wow okay so it's sheet music analyzing how things work um it's and i think that's incredible he also i think gives a lot of um what i the other thing i like about the book is it's only about halfway through that he gets into like the golden age um because the rest of the time is just looking at I think a lot of times these musicals, these Cinderella musicals, and these musicals that were formative to helping develop the Golden Age don't get the credit that they deserve. And when you do read them, I feel like sometimes they come off as so dry. And yes. Mr. Stemple, or I should say Professor Stemple, because he teaches, has done an absolutely brilliant job of this. So the, the book I would... There's a summer reading coming up, folks. If you're looking for a musical theater history book that's informative that's engaging um and doesn't feel like you're reading a textbook and doesn't feel like certain positions are being short-sighted like that of the composer which i feel like happens so often in musical theater history books you should take a look at larry stemple's showtime a history of the broadway musical theater and i hope that he'll write um in addition to cover the last decade which would include Mm -hmm. things like mormon and hamilton and yeah dear evan hansen so we'll see but yeah it's i've been doing it's it's been so odd writing this book I've been going back to so many other books and I, and it's interesting because some that I remember growing up reading being like, I love this book. Now I'm like, what the, why, why did I, why did I think this was so good? And also some, some that I'm like, when you mentioned like the Bible of musical theater history, like this book, I, I, I'll be honest, I very rarely hear get mentioned and I think it deserves a lot more credit than it's getting. So folks, Larry Stemple's Showtime, A History of the Broadway Musical Theater. If you teach musical theater, this is, should be the book that you're assigning your students. And I would love to have Larry on as a guest at some point. It'd be fascinating. Let's do it. Let's do it. Where does he, do you know where he teaches? Yeah, he's, um, he's over at uh, Fordham. He's oh, so he's a New Yorker. He's, he's, a, he's a New Yorker. Oh my gosh. Wow. And his book, his book jacket says he lives in Mount Vernon, New York. So oh, maybe, maybe we'll okay. take the Metro North and go visit Larry. Yeah, um, I've seen the cover. I've never, I never have read it. So I'm, I'm excited to, get, to find myself a copy. I'm, it's good. And as, I, as I'm putting this book together with Peter, I keep going back to Showtime over and over again. And I'm it's like, great. oh, yeah, it's really fantastic. It's really so great. That's, that's it, folks. That's our favorite things. So we hope you'll join us on Saturday. Yes, please do. And uh, come say hi to us in person. Yeah. And remember, it all goes to a good cause. It always goes to a good cause. All right, right. my friends. All right. Have a great weekend. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things.
Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 